Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on, everyone? From Forward Progress, I'm Rob Pozzola. This is On The Clock. It's the show where we put ourselves in the shoes of an NFL general manager, and we draft for their team just like they're going to be doing on Thursday night. Today, we are drafting for the Detroit Lions, and who better to draft for the Detroit Lions than the man, the myth, the legend, big Jeff Nadu lover, Joey Kanish. I mean, do, I don't. The, the beautiful thing about this year is we don't even need any players to win the North. We've already got the team ready. This is all bonus, uh, bonus talent here. So uh, excited to add on, uh, add some more players. That uh, hey, when we draft them. First thing we ask them, what's your ring size, baby? Because at the end of the year, you're going to be getting fitted for one in this organization. (laughs) This is exactly what I hoped this wouldn't devolve into in the first minute, but we're here. We might as well embrace it uh, with a Lions fan. Excited, obviously, Aaron Rodgers no longer in the division as well. So things are on the up and up for the Lions, Kanish. I mean, listen. After the end of last year, you knew he wasn't cut. He's got to get himself out of here. Makes oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm on. I, I, it was the bottom line is he, he, the writing was on the wall. He wasn't the big man in the division anymore. Uh, last game at Lambeau Field. Uh, just I got. I, I mean, I've watched the video a hundred times. Throws the pick. Uh, all the Packers fans go home crying. So it's a new day, baby, uh, and it feels good. And hey, still a uh, you know. Uh, Fantastic opportunity to build on the roster development uh, that they've gone through the last few years and changing over this uh, after the Patrician Quinn regime when this team was trash to now having a, uh, I think, the best roster in the NFC North. In the NFC North. In the NFC North, possibly debatable, but you could be right there. And it was a big offseason for the Lions. They bring in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, Graham Glasgow. Now, of course, they lose Deshaun Elliott. They lose Jamal Williams, DJ Chark. But overall, I think a lot of people will say they've they've upgraded in the offseason. David Montgomery, Marvin Jones. So let's take a quick look at their depth chart, Kanish. And you can walk me through it here and let me know what you think overall of the moves that they've made in the offseason um, in terms of, you know, what the needs are offensively. Um, let's take a look at it top to bottom. Let me know what you're seeing here. No, I mean, I, you know, Achilles' heel for this team last year was the secondary play has been super questionable. They obviously addressed that aggressively in the offseason. Uh, I mean, to get, I know some people have talked about his character, red flags and that, but to get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson uh, on that type of deal uh, after the year he had in Philly, uh, just a, a, a fantastic uh, pickup there. And, you know, they moved on from Jeff Okuda. Uh, I don't think any of the losses, uh, listen, I know he was like, you know, Mr. Ra Raj. Jamal Williams, I was never a Jamal Williams guy. I know he, like, people loved him. He was great on camera, great on interviews. He also was great for averaging, like, three 3.2 yards of carry. Um, so I think they upgraded at the running back position there. Um, 
I, I like the moves they've made, uh, you know, in a vacuum in the offseason um, and, and some talent accumulation gave some, you know, depth on the offensive line. They were a little thin there, uh, potentially at guard. Obviously, Graham Glasgow knows the system comes back in. Um, so I can't, you know, the one area and I think we'll hit this as we uh, we get to the draft is they don't have a ton of elite defensive line talent. Um you know, I mean, obviously they took Hutchinson last year. The, the front seven is, uh, it's definitely a bit on the thinner side. Um, you know, some guys that are more what I would call rotational defensive linemen, not, you know, playmakers or superstars. Um, and I think as we get into it here, uh, I know at least what I'll be picking for them uh, and what my fingers will cross the, the way it shakes out here in the uh, the draft will be uh, them reloading on, on some some playmaking talent at edge or defensive line uh, and, and just getting some more depth there in the front seven linebacker as well. So two first round picks for the lions. Uh, curious what you take of the skill positions on offense. Cause a lot of the lions fans, I think want this addressed, whether that's wide receiver or tight end, but you do have a lot of wide receiver talent available in the first round of this year's draft. You have a couple big name tight ends as well. Uh, do you potentially use one of those first round picks on adding a skill position player? I'm not, I'm not in love, one, I'm not totally in love with this wide receiver class in general. Uh, I, I, I mean, like, if you're going, I liked what they did, and I know, not in, because, you know, uh, you know, J-Mo uh, was hanging out a little too much late with Joey Knish one night at the team facility, uh, yeah, that we're not going to have him for the first six games of the year, but I thought what they did last year in terms of, like, would I take Jamison Williams over any wide receiver in this draft? Yes. So, uh, for me, I'm not going to, you know, just because he was, you know, serving a six-game suspension in that, uh, am I going to run and, you know, panic sign uh, your panic draft uh, a wide receiver? No. Uh, I think it's also a deeper tight end class. I don't love using a first-round pick on a, on a tight end in general just in terms of premium position. So, uh, I know that's been, you know, mocked in some areas. Uh, I would still rather focus uh, on kind of reloading the defense, get, getting some more influence there. I'm okay with that, and I'm, I'm okay with, I mean, if you want to tell me, uh, you know, tight end after moving on from Hawkinson um, is is a little thinner, they don't have, you know, a top-tier talent, I, I can buy that. I would still rather address that in, in you know, around uh, in the later rounds than, than using that pick 18. But it could be a potential for that. Uh, I know people, you know, there was some B. John Robinson rumors early on, then they signed David Montgomery. So, again, I don't see them going running back that early, especially when uh, Swift is still... You know, he's had an up and obviously, you know, he has trouble making it through a season healthy, um, but he's still a premium talent and you've, they've kind of unlocked him in this offense when he is healthy. So, um, again, that's not I, I would those are all areas I would rather address later in the draft than than using either of their first round picks on those. But um, obviously, it's something to look out for at 18. All right. We're going to get into it right now. For those who are new here. Kanish is making the picks for the Detroit Lions. This is as if he was in the shoes of the general manager. It's not about mocking who he thinks is going to go to the Lions. He's putting himself in the GM's shoes. So if you think he did a horrible job, let him know. His Twitter handle is right there up on the screen, or you can do it in the comments below. But also praise him if you think the guy did a good job. I think Eric Eager in the past had a few good drafts for the Chiefs and Eagles. People were pretty proud of. So the positive commentary is welcomed as well. We're going to open up Pro Football Focus, same settings as we always do. We're drafting seven rounds. It gets pretty, uh, I mean, it gets a little dicey near the end there where you don't know where these prospects are, but we'll fill positions of need towards the end. And all the Pro Football setting fo Focus settings will remain exactly with what we started. 
We're going to start the draft on slow just to see what the first few picks are. And then we'll increase the speed as we go on. Any consideration, Kanish, to trading up at all? Or is that just off the table to start? No, absolutely not. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I mean, if you, hey, listen, if somebody's going to give me a, you know, a, a discount, uh, you know, where I can draw a later on pit by just in terms of like the premium you'd have to pay to get to two or to three, uh, if we're not going to go, which I'm not going quarterback, I don't think the organization's going quarterback either. Uh, no, if anything, uh, depending on who is here at six, uh, you know, you could, you could convince me to trade back on the cheap if, if, I'll just say if if Wilson or Anderson aren't there at six, then I'm taking as many calls as I can to move back uh, and add some picks. If if either one of them are there though, uh, then we're running to the podium, baby. All right, let's get it started. It'll start the draft, and we'll hope that uh, that Wilson or Anderson is available at the number six spot for the Lions. So Carolina up first. They select Bryce Young, which is highly expected in the market now. Houston goes C.J. Stroud, which would be a bit of an okay. underdog there. Will Anderson off the board at three. Will Levis. And now this is the big one. Ooh. Tyree Wilson. So, we are left Restart with... Restart Can nine we trade- this thing here? No, I, I, give me another rounder. Um, oh, my God. See, now I, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Now, I'm, I'm hitting the phones. I'm just in the, like, this is what I'm doing right now is to me, because, like, I'm either, you're either rolling the dice uh, with Jalen Carter or to upgrade the defensive line, interior line, or you're getting a Devin Witherspoon, and it, but you've already spent some resources on the secondary, and I'm not convinced. I, I like Devin Witherspoon as a prospect. I thought he was the, the best defensive player uh, potentially in the entire Big Ten last year. Like, he was really, really good. Do I think he's like a sauce gardener, like comes in and he's like an all pro level? No. Um, so to me, if I'm, I, I'm going to go, listen, I'm going to hope that uh, like the, he follows the traffic laws uh, and is a little bit more of a, I'm going Jalen Carter. Uh, it's, it's you, they are, so they don't have any premium talent at that position. They just don't. Uh, Key McNeil in that. They've got some guys who are, you know, good rotational players, but you added on the edge last year with Hutchinson, I would have much rather add, you know, I, I feel like Wilson and Anderson are both going to be, like, premium edge guys in the NFL. Carter's got some more question marks, but the, it's not from his on-field performance. Um, I, I think you, you, you just have to, if you're going to keep the pick, you got to take, uh, this is, I think he's best player available right here, and as a position of need, I got to do it. I comes with a bit of a risk uh do i people you know this lions organization do they want to take i think they're at the point from a culture standpoint where you can take a guy that for for like 50 years of lions football this was not the case i think finally you've got the culture established a little bit of like you know i'm not going to say they're you know belichick level t but where he would take on guys that had some character questions bring them in and they would just perform and you'd get them on there so to me, I, I think you have to take a little bit of the risk with uh, the premium talent there. Give me Jalen Carter. All right, Jalen Carter getting drafted. By the way, just reading the PFF right up on Jalen Carter, they believe he's the best defensive tackle prospects. It's Quinn and Williams, and one of the highest that they've graded since 2014. Obviously, there's inherent risk with any prospect, but uh, that I, th- I think a lot of Lions fans would be happy with that pick in terms of filling 
uh, a need on the interior. Roderick Jones, 11. Christian Gonzalez, 12. Packers, we know that the, the well, they already have this swap. That's great. Paris Johnson, Nolan Smith. Bijan goes to the Jets at 15. Joey Porter, 16th. Darnell Wright. And now we're on the clock again. I'm going to increase the speed going forward so we can get through the picks quicker afterwards. But here's who we have available to us. Dalton Kincaid, Kalia Kansi, Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, Deontay Banks, Michael Mayer, Jordan Addison, Anton Harrison, Quentin Johnson, Lucas Van Ness down here, who's been mocked pretty highly in a lot of mocks, but PFF doesn't like him. And the list goes on and on. So what are we thinking here, Kanish? I'm, I, listen, this is to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna double dip there uh, in the first. If they got Miles Murphy uh, falling to me here again, I know some people. A lot of people are mocking uh, either you know tight end skill talent and that. Give me Miles Murphy there. We're gonna keep building uh, on the defense. But I think you're getting a you know a little bit of bit of value with him falling to that spot. Um, and if I'm not getting my you know my my edge player, if I'm not gonna get a Anderson or a Wilson there at six. Um, then I'm adding, and like now I've gone, assuming that you hit on both of these, I've gone from my defensive line being maybe the, you know, the, the weakest position group on the team to an immediate strength here uh, with Carter and Murphy. Both guys who I think are premium level talents uh, and, and can come, you know, their, their issues have been more a little bit off the field uh, or a little bit more, you know, motivational. Mm -hmm. There's no, I'm okay with taking risk on those guys. So, and I think the organization's at that point where they can, and, you know, you go from a, a defensive line that's, that's maybe has one, that has like one high level playmaker uh, and add two pieces. Uh, I think that's all day. I like going trenches in round one, number one, to begin with too. I think there's some, that's where the value is. Um, so yeah, give me Miles Murphy. All right, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. His comp from PFF was Rashawn Gary. I think uh, Lions fans would be pretty happy happy if he turned into Rashawn Gary. So, um, I mean, not that these are just like comps. They don't mean anything, but throw it out there. All right, we're on pick 48. Uh, lots of options available here. Darnell Washington, oh, Josh baby. Downs, receiver out of North Carolina. Jack Campbell is there. Um I know they re-signed Alex Anzalone, the Lions, but I think they could maybe use a little bit of linebacking help. Sam Laporta in this range as well. Um, probably a little bit too high for DJ Turner. I know he's probably one guy that you'd love to see just because he's a Michigan alum. Uh, but talk talk me through it here. What are you thinking right out, out of the gate here, Kanish? I'm go I mean, Darnell Washington has fallen to me right here. We've got a need at tight end. He is legit. I think he's my favorite tight end prospect in this draft for explosiveness. A guy that can stretch the field, uh, but also block. Uh, I'm not this. I mean, this draft. Like I tell you what, if it shapes up like this, uh, Joey K is gonna be very happy. And I, I'm making my own pick, so I mean that, that obviously I was gonna be very happy. But um, I love it. I think you know. I think a little bit of a luxury piece to me. I, I think he's a guy who, who blocked at Georgia. Uh, it's just metrics and explosiveness off the charts for this type of position. Uh, you know, difference maker in terms of uh, can add to it. And something that they they don't, they're kind of lacking a little bit at, at that position. You know, right now they, you know, uh, the depth chart is kind of like just a guys uh, type of thing at tight end. Uh, I think you add this to this offense. Um, I love it. I think he, he can, has a chance to be like a special, special player uh, at that position. Um, 
So, uh, you know, the other options, I don't love uh, any of the wide receiver options that have fallen here um, or, you know, the running back options. Uh, Sam Laporta is a guy, I know he's very, very solid at, at Iowa. Um, I'm not, you know, for his, his ceiling to me isn't a guy that I want to take here at this position. Uh, and you mentioned um, uh, the Michigan cornerback. He, he, again, that, that's a guy, DJ Turner, who I watched a ton of. Um, again, ran 4-2-6, got to love the speed. I think he had he he. I don't think he's ever going to be a cornerback one in the NFL. He's a guy who had had you know Quentin Johnson in the bowl game just toasted him. Uh, he had problems mm-hmm. matching up and you know playing the ball against bigger wide receivers. I think he's a cornerback too. Little high for me for him. Give me Darnell Washington there uh, at at forty eight. I like it. Uh, I like it quite a bit. And I think we've added like three high end. T- and again, this is this, people who don't know how Joey K would run there. It would be like the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care about any off the field stuff. I don't care if you go gambling, you go, you know, you like your drinks, you like women. I don't care about that. How do you, how, are you a premium <laughs> position and you have talent? Can you play football? That's all I care about. That's what we're adding. And we have upgraded the talent uh, with a bunch of elite playmakers here uh, at the first three picks. Yeah, and Darnell Washington, in a lot of the more recent mocks, has been going early second round, and getting him mid-second round, I think, is pretty good value. So, Sam Laporta still on the board. You have a couple corner options, DJ Turner, Tyreek Stevenson. Nathaniel Dell is a burner. This might be a little bit too high for him at this point. Uh, Just continuing to scroll through. Keanu Benton of Wisconsin, right around this range, inside uh, you know, player on the defensive line. Diane Henley, linebacker. I'm just scrolling through so you can you can take it all in. Uh, no, I'm going to go, but... you know what, a guy we scroll up a little bit, uh, Zach Charbonnet at, at running back. This is the position now where mm-hmm. I feel okay adding to the running back room. Uh, he's a guy, I, I loved his skill set. Uh, he was at, you know, he was at Michigan for a year. Um, the And they, they basically, like, the depth chart was so filled. They wanted to do, you know, three different guys there. He wanted his own, goes to UCLA and blows up. Uh, I think he's got the size that I like to take on a bunch of carry. Gives you a little bit of a, you know, a versatility between the other guys they have. Um, can kind of basically do, you know, do it all from the back. Uh, as you said, soft hands there. He's got, um, you know, enough speed, but also can take up a, uh, you know, a, you know, played in kind of a, you know, a, a similar, like a more modern, you know, the Chip Kelly offense. So I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think drafting him now basically means that, I'm not going to be paying DeAndre Swift, you know, uh, a market bet. And I think that's okay. I think, you know, if, if the option is there, to me, I, I think you reset. In, instead of extending, you know, giving DeAndre Swift, a, you know, a three, four-year deal, this is a pick that I'm probably making and with, with looking forward to to moving on from, from a DeAndre Swift. Uh, just, you know, a guy, guy hasn't been able to stay on the field. I like him. If I can get him on a cheap deal or something, then should I take him? But... This gives me the option that I can move on from Swift if I need to. Also gives me the the backfield depth that I like, and I lo- I like him as a player. Uh, I, I think he's uh, you know a very very talented guy and kind of a do it all back. So yeah, give me him here, uh, and I like where we're going with this. All right, Zach Charbonnet going to the Detroit Lions. This draft is going a little bit too well for the Lions for my liking. If I'm if I'm being completely honest, as a Cowboys fan, NFC rival. Uh, we're going to number 81 here now, and let's see who's available at number 81, which is the middle of the third round. So you got a couple receiver options in Rasheed Rice and Marvin Mims, some corner options, uh, Travis Hodges Tomlinson, nephew of Ladanian Tomlinson, 
Sidney Brown at safety, Chandler Zavala, interior lineman, another receiver, Michael Wilson, uh, Tanner McKee, a quarterback. If you wanted to build a quarterback depth chart, um, throw it over to you, Kanish. You know what? I'm going to go uh, Demarvin Overshone there, linebacker for for time. This is the you know this is the range where I, I was looking to uh, get into the you know the linebacker round where I fit you know it's a guy uh, you know third round. I will you know I don't want to spend you know premium dollar, but this team needs linebacker depth. Uh, I know they were you know were starting everybody Malcolm Rodriguez you know everybody's favorite last year. They paid Alex Elzoni. Uh, Kind of a lot of money, um, and, and they don't have. And I'll be honest, I mean, he's a guy. I, I think they, they paid, paid him a little too much money for my taste. Um, but he, again, this is a guy who's super talented. Uh, again, this was not like uh, athleticism speed, but hasn't you know wasn't always uh, you know in terms of like pr- production. Uh, he's a little bit you know again he's slim for you know uh, the linebacker role here. But to me, that that's okay as far as like. I'd rather prefer, you know, athleticism and that uh, and kind of the lengths and some of the, you know, the, as you said, the rangy, some of the coverage skills, like safety S skills. So a little undersized, um, but OK, because I'm not, you know, I'm not playing him here to, you know, jump in and be a middle linebacker and, and stop the run. So uh, to me, I think another guy who can add to the linebacker depth, we need some linebacker depth. And again, a guy with a ton of talent uh, that, you know, I, I'm not too worried about the size issues there. Uh Especially with with kind of the system that that I mean Lions aren't a team that that's loading up and that 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 like that you know that neck brace middle linebacker is kind of dead in the league anyway so give me a guy with some talent yeah. that uh, maybe underperformed a little bit at Texas. Okay, Demarvian Overshone gets drafted at number eighty one. There's a big gap here for the Lions, so we're going to sim it through it pretty quickly down to one fifty two. And while we do this, Kanish, is there any thought to taking up like potentially a project late round quarterback here? Because when I do these mock drafts with other people, this is typically the range now when we get into the later rounds where they're like, oh, is Stetson Bennett on the board? You know, can I draft Stetson Bennett? Um, what are what are you thinking in terms of the Lions and potentially taking on a project QB in this range? You know what? I, I listen. I'm not opposed to it per se, but I just the hit rate of these guys. Like people use these, like uh, you know, at, at basically the um, uh, you know some of the examples of the past of like you know like the the Tom Brady. The people want to use Brock. Per- I think your, your hit rate on the quarterbacks, like once you get out of that, like the top, you know, like ninety, a hundred picks, is just so low. It, you know, the position is relatively scouted well. Like. I, I don't know. Are we going to find a quarterback here that's going to make a, you know, a difference to me? Um, probably not. But I see a guy already who uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in. We can scroll down here. There's a Michigan man there that uh, I like quite a bit, and even though it's not a uh, you know position of instant need. Um, that I think uh, I think we're going to be going. We can we can see who else. Uh, scroll down a little bit more and see who's available. Uh, but yeah, Olu Oluwatini. Um, a guy, a Michigan, he was transferred in from Virginia, was a, you know, like the ultimate, like, team captain, had a great year on Michigan's offensive line. They've done a great job developing, uh, you know, offensive linemen, especially the last few years uh, in, in terms of, uh, Ke- oh, God, there's, you know, there's a couple of gears. I like, I like Parker Washington and Keaton Mitchell, two guys I like as well, um, that, uh, you know, that, that from a talent standpoint, hopefully we got another pick coming up here. I'll take one of those guys, but... Um, so yeah, no, I'm gonna go. Oh, man, now, now this is this is tough here because there, 
This is I, I fall in love with too much of this late round guys that like never actually pan out. But like oh a sleeper. But no, right. g- give me uh, Olu Oluwatini there. Um, again, it, it, center not an instant need, but I think he he's a guy who can also I think transition to play a little bit of guard as well. Uh, if you need him, can kind of play at a few spots on the line. So good depth piece. Uh, I like you know one of the maybe areas of weakness there was interior offensive line uh, depth on the line. I know they brought back Glasgow. Uh, but, yeah, give me Oluwatini there. I like getting him in this range. I think it's a value. Um, I think he's a guy who can come in and kind of be like a uh, an instant NFL player if you needed him to. So, yeah, that's that's good value for me. Um, Washington would be, you know, I like I love Keaton Mitchell's skill set. Um, if I, we didn't already take a back, I would have win Keaton Mitchell here. Um but yeah, that's another one that uh, I would be on the lookout. And the wide—I I just don't love the wide. I know, like, do, could we use a depth piece a wide receiver? I don't love this wide receiver class. Uh, and you know, Parker Washington's a guy who kind of didn't uh, little underperformance at Penn State. Has some talent, but yeah, I'm okay with passing on it. Uh, passing on it there. Um, yeah. So it's it's a uh, oh boy, who do we? Is that the Jane Monroe Cropper there from Fresno? Uh, what are you able to like? It's a totally like sort on wide receiver uh, just to see the the full list of guys yep. that are. Was Mike Morris is there so still at Michigan? I feel like I'm gonna go Michigan. I'm like, uh, but let's see what we got. So um, this is wide receiver class available. Yeah, that's well, just we gotta go. Yeah, that, I mean, some of these guys we really get into the thick of it's there. I'll take Parker Washington. It, it, it's good enough for me uh, to still in this range. That that it's probably the like, Cropper at Fresno. I watched so many Fresno State games, uh, but he never struck me as a guy that was a you know, a major NFL thing. But yeah, I think Parker Washington, kind of the last of the guys here that can you know make a uh, somewhat of a you know a year one impact there. So yeah, a little bit of value for me. Uh, we'll take Washington there. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid pick. I mean, he typically goes in, in the fourth round and you have him available in the fifth. That's not to say that he's going to be a great receiver or anything, but just positional value, I think that's solid. So we're in round six, pick six right here, 183 overall. I don't give a damn. I'm doubling up. Give me Keaton Mitchell. I'm taking, I love this guy's skill set. He was fantastic at East Carolina. Two backs, people are going to cross. I will tell you, this is what we call the... See you, Mr. Swift. Uh, have a great career. And also, listen, I made some, like, bear jokes about, like, the Dave Montgomery thing. Uh, to be honest with you, if we cut David Montgomery after year one, I'm not going to be crying. Listen, Mitchell's undersized. He's only 5'8", 179. Incredible. Like, he was the entire East Carolina offense. Um, now I think you've got your 1-2 running back combo for, like, the next year. This is, like... I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm taking Keaton Mitchell and Charbonnet, and I'm not paying a, another dime for a running back. I'm cutting Montgomery after year one. I'm saying DeAndre Swift, have a great, you know, we, we love you, but uh, have a good somewhere else. Um, to me, he's more of like a third down back type of guy, um, but I love his skill set. Not a guy who's ever going to get you like yeah, 54 carries of 10 plus large. I mean, just explosive home run hitter, a little bit of a, uh, I, I just like this guy too much to pass on him again. Um, and to me, like, th- this is what I'm doing. Now I've got two running backs for the next three, four years on the cheap, cheap, cheap that I've taken second and fifth round. I'm not spending any more money on open market running backs. Uh, give me Keaton Mitchell, and I've revamped uh, our running back room uh, to a very much more cost-friendly. All right, so 194 is going to be the last pick for the Lions, which is the middle of the sixth round. 
and this is what I was talking about, like project quarterbacks, right? Dorian Thompson yeah, Robinson is available on, here. Sword on quarterback for him. See who we got. Uh, sword- okay. Yeah, we'll take it. Who, who's left here on the board? Oh, Stetson Bentley. Oh, boy. It's uh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Woo! Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not. we can t- DTR. Listen, uh, do I think that he? The, I, first of all, that he's like he's the only guy on this list. Do I would even draft? Like literally, the only guy like draft that like at all. The rest of them would be like undrafted free agents. Um, he he improved under Chip Kelly. Yeah, I think there were some questions around how seriously he took football early in his career. He really improved his game going forward. He's got some mobility, um, touch undersized, um, but yeah, capable backup with some developmental potential is probably how I'd uh, you know rate him there. Uh, again, I lo- if you can if you can get a backups like on the cheap. This is another position there where like I don't want to spend a bunch of money on a backup quarterback. So to me, give me some DTR here, developmental guy, um, adds a little bit of a different skill set than Goff has. Don't think he can ever be like a QB one in the league, but at this point, I'm just looking for a cheap guy I can roster to to be my QB two uh, for you know whatever we're paying a you know six round here uh, you know hundred thousand a year or something. So yeah, give me some DTR and hopefully we can uh, save some money on backup QBs going forward. But I like this draft and I like it a lot. Okay, so it's going to simulate right through the end of the draft. Pro Football Focus is going to give you an overall grade and grade all of your decisions based off of obviously their own numbers, but also how you did in terms of value. But you feel like you did pretty good overall. You feel you feel like confident that you'd be happy with this draft. I love this draft. Uh, and I think it, it's, listen, it's what we did. We, we took some risks on some guys who can be a little sketchy. Again, how if Joey K is running your organization, uh, I like football players. I like talented football players. Uh, I like athletes, high-end talent, and... To me, you you just that that is my priority number one. Uh, you've already got some of the culture and foundation built in there, so I'm not I'm fine taking a little bit of a risk on guys that uh, you know have some uh, you know rough around the edges here. But I think we got a ton of talent, speed, athleticism. Some of the areas that I think this the roster needs to be upgraded. Um, I think we got value at the right spot. So yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, again, I'd prefer an Anderson or a Wilson. At six, if one of them fall, if not, I, I hey, you got to do what you got to do there as far as, uh, oh, A play, A, 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 you listen, hey, pull, I don't know whether to be feel good or bad that Pro Football Focus likes uh, likes my draft so much, but uh, that, <laughs> I mean, there's some guys on Twitter that would tell us, hey, Pro Football Focus, uh, you know, uh, getting a great grade by them might not be, uh, you know, great, but um, yeah, I mean, listen, a minus baby uh that that that's better than uh you know joey k's uh college gpa so uh hey we'll we'll take it here uh i think we think we got again primary uh where it was to get more athletic to get more of like you know the quitch dish the high-end ceilings guys that can be like premium playmakers lions have a lot of guys that's why i like the gardner johnson's they have a lot of like above average like guys that are just like you know like above average players, you know, playing that, they don't have a ton of like elite level talent. So for me, I'm okay taking the risk on some guys because you need some of that. A, Dar- a Jalen Carter, a Darnell Washington, guys that can be like elite level athletes um, that have a chance to be like, you know, one of the best in the league at their position uh, as opposed to like pretty good. So 
Yeah, I'm okay taking that. Uh, I think you've got the foundation built. It's a good draft uh, to take some risk here on, on high-end talent. So I could say for sure this is the first draft of all the mock drafts we've done where two running backs have gone off the board. I'm not necessarily saying commenting or saying that's a bad thing, but in, you know, in the football <laughs> community, sometimes the people I, are like, listen, no, I hear backs you. Don't matter. I, you know? I love Keaton Mitchell. I love him. I couldn't pass on him again. He kept showing up there. Like I love, if I wouldn't have taken Charbonnet, listen, like do I, could, could you talk me into like switching the Charbonnet pick to it? If I knew Keaton Mitchell was going to be there later. Yes. But I'm not. And listen to, for all the people, ah, the running back, all I did was just 24 and beyond take our running back, like, average salary to, like, $300,000. So, like, listen, again, I know we're going to be paying the premium in year one here with, uh, you know, the running backs on the roster. But going forward, I've reshaped our running back room uh, with some, you know, using some late-round picks, and I'm not investing uh, any more dollars into the position. Because I think Swift, I think they're going to move on from Swift after this year. Uh, and with this draft, we're definitely moving on from him. If you like this draft and this content, make sure you smash that like button here on YouTube. And of course, subscribe to the Forward Progress channel. We've done a ton of these mock drafts leading up to the NFL draft, so you can check that out. There's a playlist on the clock right here on Forward Progress. And of course, last but not least, let Kanish how, know how you think he did in the comments below. Be truthful. I mean, listen, people destroyed me for the New England Patriots draft this year. It is what it is. I had better drafts other, afterwards, so... Let, let us know. We do value the feedback. And, of course, make sure you're subscribed here to Forward Progress. This has been On the Clock with the Detroit Lions on Forward Progress. Restore it, baby. NFC Champs. <laughs>